You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Yo, stop your grinning and drop your linen. Back on the Pipeline Show, and we follow a 2020 draft spotlight segment with another 2020 draft spotlight segment. Uh, this time, my guest coming from the Ontario Hockey League and the Erie Otters. His name is Jamie Drysdale. You probably know him as the highest ranked defenseman available for this year's draft. Uh, Jamie, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm doing well, but I am not, uh, you know, one of the uh, top five players available for the NHL draft this year. When you when you hear things like that, do you, do you almost, uh, I don't know, are you excited about it? Do you, do you want to downplay it? How do you feel about the hype? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Obviously, uh, having having my name in, in that kind of category is is uh it's nice to hear and uh, i think it's something that i'm excited about and looking forward to. all right well we'll get to the draft a little bit uh down the road here but uh let's talk about the season thus far for the uh for the erie otters currently sitting in eighth place as you and i are, are speaking right now eighth place in the western conference and that does get you in the playoffs there is a little bit of a push from the sioux greyhounds behind you and you're still trying to catch guelph and owen sound uh, and you're playing guelph this weekend so a good opportunity there uh, how have you felt uh, about the season thus far for your team? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's been a pretty pretty solid year so far. I think uh, obviously we've had some uh, injury troubles, stuff like that, that have kept some guys out long term. But you know, I think uh, overall um, we're doing better than last year, so that's always a plus. But um, you know, in saying that, um, the group we have works really hard and um, is just really tight knit together. So I think. Uh, um, we're happy with where we are, and we're obviously looking to make that push this year. And speaking of injuries, you're just back from one uh, fairly recently, aren't you? Yeah. Um, what can you tell us about what that situation was? Yeah, no, I just uh, took a took a. I guess it was not a great hit, but I took a hit and uh, um, just went face first into the boards. Got a got a little concussion, you know. Was out for a couple weeks, but you know, um, coming back, I'm really happy to be back. Been back for a couple weekends, so. Um, you know, it's been good so far being back, and obviously, anytime you sit out and miss games for for an injury, it, it's uh, you you don't prefer it, right? So it's good to be back. Well, and I talked to a number of players. In fact, one earlier in this week's episode, who's also injured. Well, he's injured right now, and his team is trying to get into the playoffs and and uh, secure their seating and things like that. And then he says it's almost the mental part of not being able to help your team right now as much as it is a physical uh, discomfort, not being able to play, uh, maybe the mental side of it is even uh, is even tougher to deal with. Did you feel the same? 100%. I think uh, you watch your, like, obviously I was in the stands watching the games uh, that obviously I want to be out there playing. So, you know, it's definitely tough to see your team go out and uh, play hard and just do everything they can to win you're in the stands. So obviously that, that sucks. And you never want to go through that. Um, you know, and saying that it's just motivation to get back quicker and do everything you can to to get healthy sooner and faster and be back to the lineup. That's the way to look at it for sure. Uh, Jamie Drysdale's my guest. He plays for the Erie Otters this year. Jamie, 42 points in 43 games. Uh, just past the numbers you had last year, but you've done it in 20 fewer games. Uh, I have to think you're you're pretty pleased with the way things have gone for you on a uh, personal level. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think uh, I'd be lying if I said this year hasn't hasn't gone pretty well for me. I think uh, with World Juniors, I was off. Uh, obviously, definitely a, a highlight of mine. It was an unbelievable experience there. But mm-hmm. um, no, I think it's been a it's been a pretty good year. Um, I'm happy with how it's been. So I'm looking to finish off strong and just uh, do everything I can to uh, put myself in the best position. Forty points last year as a rookie. That's a really impressive, strong debut. 
what what sort of goals did you have for yourself this year? I don't know if you're a guy who says, oh, okay, I want to get this many assists or this many goals, mm-hmm. but um, you know, what did you kind of for uh, project for yourself? Yeah, I think coming in, it was I didn't really set point goals. I think um, I think my mindset is just that'll come. Um, just if I play my game, play well, and um, make the right play. So I think it was more so just coming in and trying to make a difference night in and night out. And I think that's something that I've been challenged to do and I'm working to do as well. So I think um, not really point goals. Obviously, you want to um, produce as much as you can to help your team win. But in saying that, I think it's just a matter of developing my game and playing as well as I can. Now, uh, this show, the program, the Pipeline Show, it's a, it's a junior and college hockey show. So normally my audience would be fans of junior or college hockey. But when it comes to the draft, there'll be a lot of casual NHL fans who go back and, and listen to uh, this interview. And they might not be junior hockey fans. They might not know who Jamie Drysdale is. So let's get a bit of background uh, on you if, you, if you don't mind. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Toronto, Ontario. I've lived there my whole life. Do you remember how old you were when you first started playing? I, you know... I think it was probably three or four. Okay, well, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Have you always been a defenseman uh, through your minor hockey career and stuff, or did you ever play up front or, heck, even throw the pads on? I used to play center. That was when I was really – I started off center um, when I was like – I think I played when I was six, seven, eight, um, maybe nine even, and then um, my coach switched me and my buddy. So uh, I went to D, he went to forward, and we we played on the same team for – the next 10 years and um yeah it was uh, just a pretty good run so it was a pretty good change for both of you then it's worked out for him too yeah anybody we know um ryan alexander he's committed to arizona right now i played with him all my minor hockey career he's drafted the erie as well um okay. but he's going to college oh you couldn't convince him to, to come with you to join the honors hey yeah he's a pretty stubborn kid <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, uh, tell me about the uh, the OHL priority selection uh, and what that day was like for you, uh, getting chosen fourth overall. That there's got to be some pressure that goes along with that. But uh, t- take me back to draft day and what it meant. Yeah, it was um, unbelievable. I think uh, having that feeling, you kind of um, you know it's coming, but you don't really know it is until it actually gets there and you hear your name called. I think that that's kind of the biggest thing mm-hmm. um, when it actually happens. It um, you know it, you feel it, it's really exciting. And, um, you know, the draft was on April 7th. My birthday was the 8th. So it was a pretty good uh, early birthday present and um, definitely a happy day. Now, how do you feel about it being eerie, the fact that you'd be leaving the country and playing in the States? Did that excite you or were you a little hesitant about it? I mean, at that age, uh, maybe you might feel uh, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I was excited. I think... Um, you know, you, you see all the players that come through Erie and stuff like that. It, it's definitely something to be excited about. Um, I know Erie's previously taken a lot of um, Toronto Marlies, which is where I played and um, done well, done really well there. So I think, um, you know, I was really excited to be here and be a part of the team. Jamie, the uh, NHL Central Scouting, they list you at, what, about 5'11", 170 pounds. Are those uh, numbers up to date or are they a little, uh, do they have to be updated a bit? Um, they're they're pretty pretty up to date. I think uh, they they stay on top of things. My my weight obviously fluctuates. I'm not the biggest guy, but um, you know I I think I've learned learnt and learning ways to to um, manage like that with my size. I think it's just something that 
I've learned to deal with my whole life, and I don't think it's really affected me. Well, for fans who haven't had a chance to watch you play, I'm wondering if we can get a, a bit of a self-scouting report. How would you describe yourself to somebody that's never seen you play and, and want to know what you bring to the table? Yeah, I'd say um, I I personally classify myself as a two-way guy, but you know I think a lot of people would definitely say um, I'm more on the offensive side. I think um, the game I want to play in the, in, at the next level, if I ever get there, will be um, – a two-way game. I think I want to be reliable in both zones. Um, I think I rely a lot on my skating. I think that's definitely an asset of mine, and it has been for for um, my whole life. So I think um, I use that to my advantage a lot, and just use it in all areas of the ice. Now, of your 42 points right now, 34 of them are assists. Only eight goals. Now, that's that's not a negative by any stretch. But do you see yourself more as a you know a guy who starts the playoff rather than you're not the trigger guy on the power play? You're the guy feeding the the shooter. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I've kind of always been a dish man. Um, I, I I look for pass before a shot um, almost all the time. I think uh, that's something that has just always been a part of me. Um, in saying that, I think um, I've many times been challenged to shoot the puck more. Yeah. And I um, think I've been doing that a little bit more. But, you know, I've always been a pass first kind of guy. Now, uh, with at the World Junior with Hockey Canada, you got to play with you know Ty Smith on the back end, uh, Kalen Addison on the back end. Both guys also not six foot three and two hundred and ten pounds, uh, but really successful. And uh, Ty was a, a first round pick, Kalen an early second round pick. Do you see similarities in the way they play and the way you play the game? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think I do. Um, they're obviously great players. I think uh, it was definitely fun to play alongside them as well as just watch and take in what they do i think obviously they're both a couple years older and uh, more developed so i think uh, where i could learn things i i learned that i where i could pick up um little details in their game or how they uh how they make plays and what they do on the ice was definitely something that i look for um, now tell me about the draft uh, jamie and, and uh, you know when i talk to players on this show uh, that are draft eligible they're one of either two camps some guys they don't want to think about the draft they don't want to know where they're ranked uh, because it could be a distraction, and other guys say they look to see where they're they're ranked because they use that as a motivator in in a way. Uh, yeah. What what about for you? How do you feel about uh, you know all the attention and and um, the rankings and things like that? Yeah, I'm more of a guy. Like obviously, you see all that stuff with all the social media. Um, you're gonna see it. It's gonna come around. But I try not to think about it too much. I think uh, definitely um, you do think about it. Um, being um, in that situation, but I think um, you know it's it's definitely something that that's there and um, upfront with you, and um, something that you look forward to, excited for, and something that um, you dream of going through. So I think um, definitely there's nerves, but you know I think um, at the end of the day you can only can control what you can control, right? So um, I think I'm just focused on um, doing everything I can to to be the best player and best person I can be by come draft day. Well, I don't know if there's a list out there, you know, with NHL Central Scouting or TSN or Sportsnet or any of the independent uh, ranking places, I think everybody has you as the highest ranked defenseman. Why do you think that is? You've, you've played with or against uh, many of the defensemen eligible this year. What sets you apart in your mind? Um, I think my skating, the way I skate, is definitely something that, that separates you. It's always kind of been an asset of mine. Um, and I think just the way I think the game um like those are probably my two strong suits in in uh, the game, but in saying that, you know, I, like you said, I play alongside and against um, a lot of top top D, and you know, 
um, there's a lot of great players in our in the draft class, and um, I know a lot of them personally. So you know, um, I think we'll all be happy for each other to come draft day wherever where anyone goes. Uh, Jamie, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I certainly wish you and the Otters the best of luck the the rest of the way here in the regular season and into the playoffs. And if things don't go the team's way, uh, perchance you, you would still have that U18 option uh, uh, available to you too, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, but we I know you don't want to be thinking about that until uh, at what such time as it happened to come available. So uh, certainly uh, you and the Erie Otters have some work to do before the end of the year and into the playoffs. And I want to thank you for your time today and uh, wish you the best of luck. Of course. Thank you. Outstanding defenseman, Jamie Drysdale. I remember going back uh, right after the Helenka Gretzky Cup and a friend of the show, Ross McLean, uh, was raving about him uh, after that event. And so he's been on the radar for me since then. And his stock has just continued to rise uh, for everybody else along the way here and now uh, ranked as the top defenseman in the class of 2020. And uh, thanks to Aaron Cooney, voice of uh, the Erie Otters and the guy who sets up the interviews for me uh, for uh, finally being able to lock down uh, Jamie Drysdale. We were close a a couple of times before this, uh, but things fell apart at the last minute. So uh, last week I said there was a guy I was chasing that I didn't want to jinx. Uh, That was uh, Mr. Drysdale as the Otters reached out to me late last week and said, hey, we can get him. Uh, Here's when. Can we do it? And yes, we could. And uh, glad that we were able to do that. Uh, for you, the listener, there is one segment left to go on this week's episode, and it's going to be a U Sports update. The UBC Thunderbirds in unfamiliar territory as they have a chance this weekend to capture the Canada West crown for the first time in, well, a very, very long time. Uh, I'll let my guest tell you how long and what that would mean to the program. Uh, Colton Keller, you know him, former Edmonton Oil King captain. Now with the UBC Thunderbirds in year two uh, with the program. He's my guest next here on the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. We need this win, you know. We got a lot of losses. To yeah, we got a lot of losses. That's what we're here for, guys, to win. Hey, this is Dave Hansen of the Hansen Brothers from the movie Slapshot. I'm ready to put on a foil but not drink any of that stinking root beer as I sit down and listen to the Pipeline Show with my good buddy Gee. Just a little bit south of Saskatoon. Take my guitar for boarding room. From the organization that brought you Mark Messier, Matt Benning, and Ian Mitchell, Spruce Grove Saints Junior A Hockey is officially back for the 2019-2020 season with all the action taking place at the Grant Fear Arena in Spruce Grove. With tickets starting at just $15 per person, AJHL Hockey provides some quality entertainment. For more information, visit www.sprucegrovesaints.ca.